Well, that's a great way to start this first Yay! episode. Yay! So fun. Technical difficulties. My favorite. Technical difficulties. <laughs> that's kind of like a metaphor for life, right? It is. <laughs> you know, you can spend all morning doing, the, doing your best and getting what you can get done done. And then, you know, here we are. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Let me just say welcome to the self-campaign where we are campaigning, campaigning for ourselves. I'm so happy and excited that you're here. Um, So this is a podcast that has been asked for for a while from several people. I just had to get comfortable with it and in a space where I was okay to share myself with you guys and open up and be, because I really wanted to be authentic and real. and sometimes you have to, you know, work with yourself a little bit to get to a place where that's okay and that's comfortable. So, yes, absolutely, I definitely agree. Um, so, for those who don't know, my name is Jason, aka JB, uh, and this here is your host for this podcast. Uh, this is Sarah Lynn. Hi, Sarah Lynn. Hi, JB. It's so nice to be here. Sorry, I was supposed to totally introduce myself, and I just <laughs> you're just looking at me like. They don't know who you are. Um, So, since we're here, uh, Mm -hmm. thank you for all of you people on the YouTubes and on the Facebook. Uh, We're also recording this as an actual podcast, so you guys get to kind of see things as they are unfolding. Um, I was really interested and excited about doing this with you. Um, I thought... You know, we've actually been talking for a while about, like, what to do. We wanted to do something together. We wanted to collaborate on something. And um, I knew I wanted it to be a podcast. I knew that was, like, your AR banter and how we, you know, we talk and our discussions are so dope and funny. And I learn something almost every time that we talk, if not every time that we talk. Thank uh, you. Me too. You know, Me too. So I thought, you know, this would be something that would be really great to have other people, you know, get your insight on stuff. Um, I want to start off by saying neither one of us are licensed therapists. No, not at all. Uh, We don't have... I thought about becoming one years ago and then realized, "Mm, actually, I'm just really on a journey to find, like, therapize myself. Mm -hmm. Probably wouldn't be helpful to therapize other people. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, although... Most therapists have therapists. Yes, yes. So, you know, it makes sense that, you know, if you can, you know, you are very good at, you know, giving advice and being, you know, a sounding board and um, allowing people to come to their own conclusions when they need to. Thank you. I appreciate Um, that. Yeah, that took a lot of years to learn. So, just so you know, one thing I had to learn was just because you know the best advice, if somebody doesn't ask for it and you give it anyway, it's probably not going to be received very well. Yeah. Unsolicited advice is never fun. Well, and when it's somebody you love and you care about and they come to you with a problem, you just want to fix it. It's not always our job to fix it, but, you know, we're kind of... It's what we do. Yeah, well... We're fixers. Yeah, and, you know, sometimes you have to learn. Uh, The best thing that I learned was from my little sister. She started calling me, and she would say, I just need to be validated. Or she would say, I really need your help problem-solving this. Okay. And then that was so helpful right at the beginning of the conversation, because then I knew where this conversation needed to go, how I needed to steer this ship. Right. Right. She was calling and just like, you know, sometimes when you're in the middle of the weeds, like you can't see the forest through the trees, right? So you call somebody who has a perspective of the forest, but you're not quite sure which path you need to take them on. So when they start out, then you know which path to take them on, right? So Right. And some people it's very hard. Like I know for me, I don't necessarily say I want to vet or I want advice. It's not something that like I vocalize. Um, because 
nine times out of ten, the way that I operate is if I talk myself through it, I will get to a resolution or I'll get to a solution, but I've got to talk myself kind of through the steps. Yeah. And, you know, say all of the bad ideas. You know what I mean? I should just blow day house up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but obviously we know that's not really, you know, we know that's not a good solution. Right. So, um, eventually as we're talking, you know, I, and you will say something that will spark or inspire, you know, maybe this is a different way of doing things. Uh, so I really, um, this is your podcast. Yes. Uh, I am just here to be the co-host and friend. And I'm so excited um, you're here to be my co-host. Like, I have been looking forward to doing a podcast with you for years. I just didn't think I had anything to say. Right. And, you know, um, when you do a lot of work on yourself and you realize... Like, realistically, you look back at your path, and I've always been the person that people come to to talk about things and to bounce ideas off of, and why shouldn't I do a podcast? I hope you guys enjoy it. I really hope that, um, my biggest hope is that I can help somebody somewhere with something, mm -hmm. right? So, like, one of my main things is take what resonates and leave the rest. I'm not a person, and I'm trying really hard to work on this, so I may do this, but please know that I'm trying very hard to work on this. I don't really like shoulds and have tos and this is how it's done. Because we're all individuals and we're all so different. Mm -hmm. I'm just hoping, number one, people who tune in can realize they're not alone. Um, there's somebody else out there going through similar things to me and here are some problem solving techniques um tools to put in your toolkit things like that to maybe help us all through the muck right right because i think that that's important to uh you know it's important to have someone who can give you kind of different perspectives yeah and I think what, you know, my goal from, from this podcast and this show is is that we, you know, like you said, help someone somewhere with something. Um, I think that it's, it's for us now the best thing. Uh, we're just coming out of a, a, a full Panasonic TV. Um, <laughs> you know. Well, and part of that, I think, is what sparked this for me. You know, uh I know a lot of people, it's shaken a lot of people's foundations, right? Yes. Of, because we were all kind of, I'm not going to say normal. I hate when people say, oh, we got to return to normal. I don't think working ourselves to death, never taking time for ourselves, consume, 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 you know, I, I don't think that's healthy. No. I don't think so either. So I think, you know me, I can always see the silver lining. <laughs> the, the beautiful thing about this pandemic, it gave people, most people, I will say. Most, most some people. Just, I say some people. Some people. It gave some people a pause. Right? Like, like we're a, all stuck at home. Right. We're all stuck doing this thing. Now, I will say this is coming from a place of privilege because I know... Our healthcare workers, our teachers. Shout out to to them. To, oh my god! You know, shout okay. out to healthcare workers, the grocery store people. Yes. You know, all of those people the, who the delivery drivers, the food makers, listen, the Amazon people know me for personally. Real. Like <laughs> the Amazon people are like, "How you doing today, buddy?" <laughs> I'm like, "Whoa." down like i didn't know we were on a first name we basis. On a first name basis i'm gonna bring you a birthday card right. <laughs> but like you know shout out to them for real for yeah. being you know they held the country up yes and they continue to hold the country up through all of the shenanigans yes and so you know we definitely gotta you know give credit where credit is due on that yeah. one yeah um i also think that uh as we kind of go through and think about the you know 
what we're doing and why we're doing it. Um, I think the the best thing we can do for this episode is set our intention. Um, and I and I know that you have one. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and tell people what the intention is for this episode for this podcast? Um, for the podcast itself, I really really hope. In the end, I will help empower people to create positive change and growth in themselves so that they can help to create and foster positive change and growth in their families, their communities, and that will ripple out globally. Yes. Uh, I think that's a great intention. I think that's something that, you know, we we all strive to do in different ways, um, especially here uh, with this podcast and, and the Kansas City Alternative Podcast Network or collective in general is, um, you know, finding little ways to make big changes. Yeah. Uh, I think that is, that's, you know, what this is all about. And uh, I think, but I think that what we need to do, Scott, let's do a deep dive into who Sarah Lynn is. Huh. Um, because I think you, you bring a perspective um, to kind of the, the self-help, you know, motivational, you know, I, I hate to say this is a self-help podcast or a motivational podcast, because I think it's, it's more than that. I think what we're doing is we're talking about, you know, how to deal with life, uh, how to advocate for ourselves. That's why it's called the self-campaign. Yeah. You know, um, humaning is hard. <laughs> humaning is messy and hard and we keep getting shown all these presentations of what a perfect life should look like and yet I hear from so many people just friends and family and people I know how much they're struggling and how hard it is. So, and then when you pull back and you look at human existence, there is no one perfect way to human, right? Right. We're all doing our best. Right. So that's kind of the perspective I'm coming from. Yeah, no, I think that that is a, um, a, I think it's a, a great perspective. Um, and some of our, like you said earlier, take what resonates Leave the rest. Some of the stuff that we're, we're going to discuss on this podcast is going to be something that resonates with people, uh, with some people. And some people will be like, what in the hell <laughs> are they talking about? Who told them they should get on the internet and talk? <laughs> Nobody told these people to get on the internet and talk. They're just talking for no reason. Uh-huh. But, you know, somebody somewhere is going to, it's gonna it's gonna hit them. Yeah. And it's gonna be the thing that they need to make it another day. I hope so. Um, I truly, truly if I can touch one person to help them say, Okay, I can put one more foot in front of the other one. I can do that. Right. And then I will have made a positive impact. Exactly. Yeah. Um So let's talk about who Sarah Lynn is. Oh. So um let's I know a lot about you, so I know that I can't. For the people, what is give give us the the Sarah Lynn elevator speech? Who are you? What do you enjoy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so um, I appreciate what you said about the podcast. I am very. For a long time, I've been on a journey of self-discovery right so like all the self-help books all the self-help podcasts all the self-help everything (laughs) listen you know and i've always been a super deep thinker right Mm -hmm. like it's just a thing that i do um and i love people i love connecting with people i love Build, like, I don't want to say building people. That sounds terrible. I, I love empowering people to help them help themselves to right. build a wonderful life, right? Like, um, 
And I just love... One of my favorite things is when people come to me and they're upset and we talk and they leave and number one, they feel better, but number two, they have some action steps mm-hmm. or at least a different perspective through which to look at the situation. Absolutely. So that's what I'm hoping to bring you guys is maybe a little bit of a perspective shift. And let me tell you, I know that is not easy. One of my very best friends in the whole wide world um, told me that I, I went to him with an issue and he said, you have to learn to look at this differently. You have to shift your perspective. And literally, I was in my kitchen with my head flipped upside down, <laughs> looking under the table because I could not figure out how do I find a different perspective that doesn't make any sense. I'm looking at this thing. And then something happened a couple days later and my brain just went, and I had this shift in perspective and I was like, oh, that's what he was talking about. Okay. You know what's so funny is I always think about when we talk about perspective shift, I always think about it and this is kind of morbid. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to tell y'all this is a little morbid. Um, But when we're talking about, you know, like war, you know, when, you know, we talk about it from the sense of like, especially like us as Americans, you know, we're going for democracy and we're going to do all of these, you know, positive things. And these other people are the bad guys. But if you shift your perspective and look at things from you know, their point of view, we may not look as clean as we think we do. But, you know, and when you take that into interpersonal relationships and shift the perspective mm-hmm. of, you know, hey, I'm having this problem or this issue, even with, you know, within myself, you know, if I can take that, you know, th- this is the way that I'm looking at things and I can shift that. Mm-hmm. And I can say, okay, so if this is how I feel about it, it or this is how, how I feel about this situation, what does it look like from the other side of the coin? Yes. And uh, it's one of those things that's, a, I mean, it's really hard to do. Well, it's, I've been doing it for years. I remember really, like, this is one of those memories that's ingrained in your head mm-hmm. from high school. And I was sitting in a classroom, and I even remember the desk I was sitting in. It was the farthest one from the door, over by the windows. And I can't even remember what we were discussing. But the entire class was like on board with this thing. And I brought up the other perspective because nobody had. And the entire class turned and looked at me like I had three heads and I said I wanted to go kill babies. And I was like, And they're all like, I can't believe you believe that. And I said, I never said I believe that. But nobody's brought up this other side. Right. And if we're going to determine what it is that we are really going to believe in, we have to look at all sides to make sure we're looking at the entire picture. Exactly. Of course, I didn't say it that eloquently in high school. Of course not. <laughs> and I, I did not Oops. get my point across, and it was really hard. But, you know, it's moments like that that helped me to realize, hey, you might have something of value for someone. Well, and I think that we, as in general, we group think. Yes. You know, we like to, as much as we're all like, I'm an individual, and you should treat me as such. It's true. Um, but we tend to... We're a mammalian species. We're well, a communal species. So well, we want to be... A part of something. A part of a community. Right. And we want to be accepted. So I think that was one of my biggest things when I was growing up is I always felt a little off the cuff. Right? Like I... I had a group of friends that I belonged with and we all hung out and it was so much fun. They taught me so much. I'm so thankful and grateful for those memories. But I always kind of felt a little like off to the side. Right. You know what I mean? And Like the outsider a little bit. A little bit. And I always wanted to travel and meet 
everybody and see everything because there was so much to see and so many people to meet and food, so much food to consume. Like, yes, please give me all the food, you know? Listen, like, <laughs> you know? I, I didn't just, get this belly by right. not eating food. <laughs> so I just really wanted to, um, I've always kind of felt like a bit, a, a bit of a secret rebel. If that makes any sense. Like, I always, like, got the gold stars and did my homework and all that stuff. But there was always a little bit of me that kind of pushed against. And if somebody told me you can't do that. Oh, absolutely not. Oh. That's how, that's the best way to get me to do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? I can't. Oh, I can't? Watch me. Watch me. Who can? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to say, you know, I've, I've gotten older and wiser now. But I used to say, you know, the best, the fastest way to get me to do something is either tell me I can't do it. Or dare me to do it. Yeah. You know, because then I'm doing it because my mama didn't raise no pump. (laughs) So, you know, it's, but I think that as we, we grow and we get older, um, you know, we, we have this need to kind of carve ourselves out from the, you know, from the herd a little bit. Um, One of my perfect, one of my favorite things to look at is... A midlife crisis, right? Because usually what happens is, here's somebody who has done everything they were told to do. (laughs) They graduated high school. They went to college. They got the degree. They got the job. They got married. They had the 2.5 kids with the house and the car and the dog. And they're on this hamster wheel. And it just won't end. And they are so unhappy. And they realize that they bought into this thing that promised them happiness, but they don't have it. Right. So now you're stuck with, do I stay on this hamster wheel or do I go find happiness? Right. And so what a lot of people do is they choose themselves. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just hoping maybe we can start doing that earlier and earlier. Yeah. So you so you don't have to disrupt your own life and so many other lives trying to get to who you are. Does that make sense? It does. Uh, and I think that as a you know person who you you know a lot of the stories, I have a tendency to. My my love language is acts of service mm-hmm. and doing things. And um, what we tend to do is, you know, in that need to kind of like do better or make ourselves feel better or, or, or all that. And I may be getting a little bit off topic, but it's just something that came to mind that I felt like we needed to get it out. Is this, uh, is like we tend to allow people to do things in our lives because we don't set appropriate boundaries. And that's one of the things that we're going to be talking about uh, on this show is what boundary setting is. Uh And um, Not that I'm perfect at it. Seriously. Poor. So hard. I'm piss poor at it. So hard. But we're trying and we're learning. So that's why we're happy you're here because you can see you don't have to be perfect at it. Right. You don't even have to necessarily be good at it. You you can try. try. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, you know, prioritizing things that are important, you know, and you've, you've, we've said we've been, you know, to kind of give you guys an idea of, of our friendship, we've been neighbors and uh, best friends for what, 12 years? 12, 13. 13 years. Now. Oh it's my been God. forever. <laughs> and so you've seen me do a lot of like doing things for other people and getting yes. burned in the process. And, you know, you would be like, well, why do you keep doing it? Well, But you know why that is? Because I was that way for years. Right. And I had to have friends of mine pointed out. They were like, listen, the reason why this keeps happening is because you keep letting it happen. And And when I was, I was doing these, so, okay, the story of Sarah Lynn. Yes. I. I knew there was a reason I asked that question. Desperately wanted love and I desperately wanted worth. So I thought, if I just work hard enough, if I just do enough things, somebody will tell me I'm loved and I'm worthy, right? Instead of 
going inside and finding the love and worth of myself, which that's another topic we're going to talk about. If you don't have it yet, please do not worry. We are not quite I'm there yet. Just either. getting there. Some days, other days, you know, I it, it's a it's a process. It's the journey, not yeah. the destination. It's okay, the folks. journey. Okay, folks. It's <laughs> it's the journey. <laughs> It's the journey. Oh, you're so funny. I Shout out so to much. all of those. If you have never seen it, um, Tisha Campbell has a song called I'm Still Here, and it is peak auntie music. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to have to let you hear it. I'm going to have to show a t-shirt in the video at the end. It's, it's, but it's, like, don't get me wrong. Lyrically, like, the song is basically about what we're talking about. You know, going through things and and being, you know, resilient and all of that stuff. So, which is kind of one of the things that, that the other things that we're talking about on this, you know, on this podcast yeah. is how to build resilience, how to, yeah. you know, go through things and, and, and stumble and we're not perfect at everything. And sometimes we're going to get, you know, we're going to get stuff wrong. Yeah. But um, one of the reasons why I was able to see your pattern is because that was my pattern for years. Because, like, and I hate to use the term victim because people get really upset, but I'm talking about myself personally. Me and my victim, oh my gosh, we were BFFs. Yeah, well, you couldn't tell me nothing. She did all these things for everybody and nobody ever did anything for her and they just made her feel like crap. And uh, I just keep doing and doing and why and why. And finally... After the 800 millionth time that somebody said something to me, it landed that, hey, maybe you keep allowing this to happen because you keep saying yes to things you don't really want to do. And then I realized as selfless as I thought I was being, I was actually being extremely selfish. That's the point. My therapist. Because I wanted to find my love and self-worth through somebody else as opposed to doing the work myself. So I was actually using these situations and people to make myself feel better. And when I, oh my gosh, let me talk about a perspective shift. Like I sat down and then had to lay down and was like, Because here I am thinking I'm this wonderful, amazing person who is so selfless and just giving and giving and giving and getting taken advantage of. And oh my gosh, it hit me. No. Oh, that's mine. That's for me. I'm totally carrying that. And then pointing to everybody going, look at this martyr. Look at this martyr right here. So two things, because I actually think one, uh, for those of you guys who like reading, um, there is a book, and I do not remember the name of the author, uh, but I will get it, uh, called Breaking Free from the Victim Trap. Mm. And uh, it talks about that. And when I tell you, my therapist uh, introduced the book to me, to me, and the first two pages read my whole life. I was <laughs> like, so did this lady know me? Right, like, right. <laughs> did she come hang out did she come, like, to write this book? Has she been to the, to the, has she been to the crib? Like... <laughs> Is she the homie? Because I don't know. Like, that's weird. But um, I think what it comes from is there is a, you, when you have a victim mentality, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're, you know, it's not to say that like, oh, I'm a victim because blah, 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 blah. Well, and I'm not talking about trauma. Right? Capital T trauma. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about any of that kind of like capital T trauma. I'm talking about just me walking around in my life, doing things for a specific result with expectations, unspoken expectations in mind, and then getting hurt and upset when I don't get the unspoken result and the unspoken expectations met. What? What? Whose mind reading class was last week that can help me? Because I... They missed it, girl. If I don't tell (laughs) you, how do you know? Well... And here I am holding all these expectations for all these other people without telling them, hey, these are my expectations for you. And holding all of these ideas of outcomes that I wanted without saying, hey, I'd really like to... I didn't use my words, right? Right. I used action 
And then when my action didn't pan out the way I expected, then I would get upset and mad. But I never verbalized my expectation. Well, I think another thing, um, I want to go back to the, that book a mm-hmm. second because I think it's kind of ties in, dovetails directly with what we're talking about. Uh, but another thing that my therapist said to me that kind of they're turned a light bulb on me for that very thing that you're talking about is, you know, dogs. <laughs> I love you. I love when we go on these weird tangents. Just wait, we'll tie it back around, I promise. I promise. Dogs. Okay, so dogs do whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, if you tell a dog to come here and they don't want to come, they're not coming. Mm-hmm. You know, if a dog jumps on the couch, they're going to jump on the couch. Mm-hmm. Dogs do whatever they want to do, and we don't question them about it. Dogs are completely selfish creatures. Mm-hmm. Everything they do is for self. Mm-hmm. Humans also... Well, cats most. Cats, cats are, are very selfish. <laughs> but even even like if you call a dog to come here, like they come because they want to. Yes. Everything they do, they do because they want to do. Yeah. Um, humans are also selfish creatures. Yeah. Everything we do, we do for self. Yes. And... And it's hard to hear. I know. I know. You're so selfless. You've been giving and giving and... I know. I know. Yeah. That was me. I promise you. I know. But if you really sit down and take a look at all the things that you keep doing and you're holding on to resentment and anger and frustration, I'm telling you, it's because you have selfish needs that aren't being met. And those are almost, you know, I don't like like blanket statements, but most of the time those are non-verbalized expectations and non-verbalized expected outcomes. Yes. It's the non-communication that is bringing you into the resentment, the anger, the frustration. I also think that like you know, and, and and there's nothing wrong with being selfish. No, no, that's oh my gosh. Okay, let me tell you. Going back to Sarah Lynn, <laughs> for some reason, and I'm still working on this. So when I figure it out, I'll let you know. You guys can come along on the journey with me. It'll be so fun when I figure it out. <laughs> for some reason, I need permission for things. Ooh, girl. An adult. Grown. My license says I'm over 21. Full grown. Why am I looking for permission? We should have grown kids by now. Yes. I have friends whose kids are in college. Like, yeah. okay, I, I'm grown. But I keep looking for permission. And one day my mom said to me, Sarah Lynn, you are allowed to be selfish. And because she verbalized that to me and gave me the permission, it was like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders. So I just want to tell all of you, you are allowed to be selfish. I'm giving you that permission. If you are like me and you feel like you need permission, here is your permission slip. Play them this part and say, here's my permission slip. I'm allowed to be selfish. Now, let's talk about the flip side of that. You are not allowed, well, if you want to be selfish in a healthy way, you've got to start communicating. Yes. Your needs and your wants, your expectations, your desires. And it's hard if, you, if you're not the type of person to do, oh my gosh, it's so hard. Like with my wife, <laughs> I started doing this thing. Every time I wanted a hug, where I would just go like this. <laughs> and she would know, and she would come over and she would give me a hug because I couldn't just say, I want a hug. I just really need a hug. I right need a now. hug right now. Or I just couldn't do it. I could not make those words come out of my mouth, but I knew I had to start communication somewhere. So I just did that. And I mean, if you just start somewhere, you know, it's hard. Pick a little piece. Hey, 
when I make dinner, I'd really like it if you cleaned up because I just took the time to make this meal. So I just think it's fair if you clean it up. And and also understand with that that if someone does not respond the way that you want them to or that you expect them to, that is them being advocating for themselves in being selfish. Yes. And as long as they're verbalizing that to you, there's a conversation there. Because if you're like, hey, you know, I cooked this meal, I'd really like for you to do the dishes or clean up afterwards. And they respond, you know, the response is, you know, I completely understand and I agree and thank you for doing that. But, you know, I'm very tired or, you know, I simply, you know, I don't really want to do that right now. Can we talk about it? But you have to talk about it. But these are conversations. So... If you try to have that conversation and the person is not having it back with you, maybe looking to see how you can communicate together, maybe couples counseling or something. But I know how frustrating it is to start to learn how to communicate and then be with somebody who refuses to communicate with you. So I'm not... No judgments here. No, there are no judgments here. We're just trying to throw out some helpful advice. Like I said, take what resonates, chuck the rest. Well, and I think that it's... it's And, and, and the, the, the cooking versus dishes argument is it's just a thing, you know, like it's... Well, and the other thing is, throw, then uh, you can have a conversation. Well, I'm really tired. Okay, would you mind doing them tomorrow when you wake up? Sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's a whole conversation. Starting having conversations and... And if the other thing my wife and I decided is we're not going to argue about housework. I'm just not. I was in a relationship for a very long time. That's all we did was fight and argue, throw things. Two Italians. I mean, really combustible. I mean, you wouldn't even recognize... I, I don't even recognize that girl, Okay. I want to meet her, though. She sounds fun. <laughs> she, she's a little crazy. She's she a little crazy. Um, I mean, I've seen glimpses of her every yeah. once in a while. You know, I wouldn't she, want to live with her long term. No, no. She pops up every she once in a while. She pops up every once in a while. And she's she's fun. She's a hoot. She's feisty. She's she's feisty. <laughs> but, like, you know. But, you know, I just said we're not going to argue. So, if I want the dishes done, I'm going to do the dishes. Right. So if I don't feel like doing them, then I'm just going to have to be okay with them just sitting. Right? So it's that you really got to learn yourself. I know there are people out there who suffer with mental health issues. And I understand if, like, it's a thing for you. I get that. You know, I get together with a therapist, figure out how you can work on that. Again, we're not therapists. I know. Just trying to throw out some ideas some solutions, some perspective shifts, you know, if you can let the dishes sit overnight, let them sit overnight. And if the other person's really tired, just say, can you do it tomorrow? That'd be awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Like don't, and, and, and don't, I think the biggest thing for me and the biggest thing that I had to, to learn through all of my ups and downs, and we'll go over the, we'll, we'll go, I'm sure we'll get into all of that stuff, you know, as episodes go on. But one of the things I had to learn was it's okay for someone to not agree with or not do the thing that you want them to do. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that they don't like you. It doesn't mean that they don't, you know, aren't, you know, don't care. It doesn't mean that they, you know, are out to get you. It is just at that time and at that moment, you, they did not, could not or weren't willing to give the thing that you thought that you needed. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I want that for myself, I have to be willing to give that to somebody else. Right. right? If I want to be able to say no, I need to allow other people to say no. And we are going to talk about the power of no on that episode. Yes, we are. I, I think that is, that is the biggest thing that I struggle with. No and yes. Yeah. I think both of those... Because I've confused them so much in my life. I've let, I've said yes when I should have said no. And I've also said no when I should have said yes because I was scared. Yeah. 
Like this podcast, I kept saying, <laughs> no, 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 I don't. I'm terrified. I, people are, what am I going to say? Nobody's going to like me. Oh my gosh. No. I, you know. I, I did have to kind of like, girl, you're going to do this. <laughs> We're going to do this podcast. We're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> but I think that like it's, I know that there are a lot of things in my life that I've said no to out of fear. Yes. And, um, you know, we'll do, like I said, we'll do a deep dive into this uh, on a future episode. But I think that, you know, no should be a place of, you know, saying no should be feel empowering. It should not be uh, fear-based. Yes. So it doesn't mean don't do crazy things because someone asked you to do it. But, you know, there were plenty of things I should have said yes to. Plenty of things I should have moment things I should have stepped away from before that I didn't step away from because of fear. And there were plenty of times when, you know, like you said, I said yes to things I should have said no to, things I said no to, to things to that I should have said yes to, you know, and, and all of that comes from a place of fear and a place of trauma. And this is where campaigning for yourself comes in. You are allowed to say yes and you are allowed to say no. You're allowed to set boundaries, healthy boundaries, and you can do it respectfully. Um, there's a gal that I listen to, Christina Lopes. She's awesome. She's a YouTuber. And she was talking about boundaries. And a lot of us think of boundaries as a wall. So a lot of people like you and I who love to connect with people, we don't want to set boundaries because we don't want to put up walls. Right. It's not a wall. It's a verbal contract or an unspoken contract between the two of us on how we will relate to each other. And when she said that, I was like, oh, perspective, another, my brain did that thing, the perspective shift. And I was like, yes, I have been looking at boundaries as walls this whole time. I don't want to set up walls between me and anybody because I love people. I love to connect with people. I love to talk to people. I love to get to know people. Okay. But what I can do in a respectful way when something happens and I get a little, so I know a boundary has been crossed, I can say, hey, that's not okay. Right. And we're not going to do that. And I think that for me, it's, I've been, I have been, when you grow up in, you know, trauma and I'm not saying like major trauma or anything like that, because there are minor traumas and I'm not minimizing my whatever my experience is or nor would I minimize anybody else's experience but when you you grow up with you know as as LGBT individuals we grow up with a level of trauma that is embedded in our DNA um being othered and all of that and so it is very difficult to set boundaries and to say no no I'm not going to do that you know because you get you are worried about what the other person is going to say and how they're going to react to you saying no or you standing in that boundary and saying nope not doing that that's not for me you know well how many times have we been asked by someone very innocently can you just not talk about that Girl. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, we're all going to go out together and you're not dating anybody right now. You're single. So we just won't bring it up. We just won't talk about it. And how many times have you said, okay, okay, just to keep the peace, just to make sure everybody else is comfortable um, I think it's Glennon Doyle. I'm sorry, you guys, I told you, self-help. I love the stuff. Listen, love all the stuff. I love it. Glennon Doyle um, and is doing a podcast with her sister now. Um, and it's awesome and amazing. And she talks about... We're not going to be plugging all these people on our podcast if we not get in a chat. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to. You know me. I know you. I have to give credit where credit is due. But she talks about when you acquiesce to somebody else you and you make a conscious choice to say well this doesn't feel authentic to me but I don't want to rock the boat you are 
almost divorcing a part of yourself. I'm totally bastardizing this whole thing. I'm so sorry, Glennon. I love you. She says it much better. But you're essentially divorcing yourself and stepping away from yourself to make other people okay. Mm -hmm. So how can we start honoring ourselves? You know, when somebody asks you something, step into yourself and honor yourself. Well, I also think that, like, it's the idea of making, of changing who you are or things to make you feel, make others comfortable, mm-hmm. which is what that, at the end of the day, comes from. I know that, like, you know, I've been with my partner for 12, you know, 12, 13, 14 years, actually. Oof, it's a long time to be with somebody. <laughs> but, you know, it's still, like... So now I feel like I've been here long enough to deserve more than just the roommate or the friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and so it does kind of make me twitch a little bit mm-hmm. whenever I hear someone say, oh, that's his, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's your roommate or that's your friend or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, um. Now I will say the one person who is allowed to say that is my wife's grandmother. Okay. Because it's a different, different time different period. Different time period, different age. I get it. For me, that's okay with me because I love my wife. I love her family. I love, they're very religious. You know, it, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's I, fine. I get it. But I also, at the same time, feel like it minimizes. And this is a whole different topic than what we, we were just introducing ourselves today. But we're getting it going. This is this how is our conversation This go. is why we wanted to do a podcast. Because this is what we do. We start off on one thing and then we're like 15 minutes later, we're all over the place. Well, But I think that it, in doing that subconsciously, and I don't think people do it you know, out of spite or out of... Well, Granny's got dementia. So the fact that she remembers me at all... You're doing good. I'm fine. I'll be the friend. I totally right. be the friend. Granny's got dementia. She's getting older. I mean, it, it's fine. Yeah, it's but fine. I'm, but I'm very... But for me, I'm like, it's... Don't minimize my role in this person's life. And don't minimize that person's role in my life. You know what I mean? Like Now, with other people... With other people. Oh, yeah, you'll get me because every once in a while I will forget. Not that I, I will forget that you go by a different last name than the one that I met you as. Uh-huh. And I'm very bad at this in general. Yeah. I'm one of those people who, like, I, you got to correct me every time. Eventually I'll start getting it right. Uh-huh. But, like, I'll be like, Sarah Lynn Santanato. And you'll be like, it's blue now. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. I am Mrs. Blue. I got married. Yeah, she put a ring on it. Mm-hmm. Actually, funny story. And then we're going to go ahead and uh, end this today because I think that this is a good stopping place for kind of where we're at unless you <laughs> miss something. I really, really... Um, what I'm hoping that you'll take with you along this journey is you can heal yourself. You can take steps for yourself to create... A life for yourself that you want, that you enjoy, that you love. Like, that's what I'm really hoping somebody will be able to take some things away to help them on that journey. Um, The other thing is, um, obviously, I love to take deep dives and have deep conversations and talk about all the things. So we may get off topic a little bit. We may get off track a little bit. Thank you for hanging out with us, for staying with us, for taking that really long, windy path around when there was that straight shot right through and we just, yep, no. We miss the exit, girl. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> um, I guess I just really would love for you to come with compassion and love for yourself. And hopefully a little bit of compassion and love for us, too. We'd really appreciate that. Thanks. Um, <laughs> and really come with an open heart and an open mind. You know, like I said, take what resonates and chuck the rest. If, if you hear something and you're just like, what? Chuck it. Chuck it. Chuck it in the fuck it bucket. Who cares? But well, we could cuss on this episode, on this podcast. Oh, sorry, but we're not I, supposed to. I mean, yeah. I wasn't, I, I was, I was keeping, like, this is your podcast. I'm trying to be I very authentic, sure. so I don't want it to be, like, talking with my little sister in New York, where it's every other word, okay? Right. But, I would like to present myself, and those words come out a little bit, so if you're offended, I'm very sorry. I mean. Listen, we're, if we're nothing, if. Nothing if not real yeah. over here. Yeah, so um, I, please come with an open heart. Come with compassion and love for yourself. Come with an open heart and an open mind. And we'd love 
to take you on this journey with us and hopefully you'll maybe find a different perspective, a different way to look at something, maybe even take a couple of tools for your toolkit. Um, yeah, so that's that was my big thing for this episode. Okay, so I want to do something fun before we go. Like, okay. So we mentioned, um, I just said you want to tell the story. So I'm also married to your wife. <laughs> Not legally. Um, but I always think that this is, it's such a, a cute dynamic that uh, me and my partner and you and your wife have. Um, because... We literally married the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> you know, me and Sarah Lynn are... A ton alike. A ton alike. And Blue and Paul are a ton alike. And it is... So when you got married... Because this, this heifer had to have two weddings. She couldn't just have one. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so we're gay, obviously. So we... After looking at all the costs of all the expenses of a venue and stuff, it just made sense. And I always said, I want to go to an all-inclusive resort so I can hang out on a vacation with my friends. I'm going to live with you for the rest of my life. I want to party it up with my friends and have fun for a little while. Right. So it was actually cheaper to do a two-week vacation in Mexico at an all-inclusive and get married there, but I didn't know if they would recognize our marriage. So what am I going to do? And just as a piece, I called, apparently, unless you know a judge, they weren't doing it at that time for anybody, gay or straight. So I decided to have a wedding in my backyard for people who couldn't come. And then it was all legal and stuff. So then I got two. And So, so, so she has two anniversaries, too. <laughs> So don't. My wife that, told me I had to pick one. That never works. That had to be every year. Smooth. She smooth tried it. <laughs> but so at one point, like I was supposed to, I was the best man at both weddings. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to be the best man at both weddings. Yes. Uh, or the may, or the may, man of honor. Yeah. I don't know what they call it. Yeah. So you were the best man at our backyard wedding. And then you were the, the man, man of honor, honor at, at the your beach wedding. To, at the beach wedding is how that was supposed to go. Um, so as we are in the backyard wedding and we are sitting there and I'm standing there with Blue and, and, and Sarah Lynn and we're talking, um, he, the person who does our wedding, who does their wedding, our wedding, <laughs> the person who does their wedding, you know, says the, you know, do you take and all of that stuff. And both me and Sarah Lynn at the same time, she said, I do. And I said, I do too. <laughs> And so when we got to the end of the wedding, we got to the end and they, they did their thing. I was like, uh, so Blue, I just want you to know that we're married now too. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I didn't sign up for the package deal. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, I think you did. Yeah. So now we talk about like, like literally we have said, you know, we would move, but I think both of us have said this in our particular relationships. We would move, but we would have to find a, a place for our neighbors. We would to. have to find two houses. Have to find two houses. Like right next to each other, right across the street from each other that we both like. It's really hard to do. So So we're just stuck here. We're stuck here for now. Yeah. Till one of us wins the lottery. Mm-hmm. And then we'll just build ourselves... Uh, wherever we decide to move mm-hmm. we'll just build our houses there and they'll be exactly the way that we like and we can do the like we can get them across the street and just like get those one of those like um, breezeways yeah <laughs> that goes across that goes across and be like yeah this is just this is this is where we live now Blue's gonna put a big door there that says go away you know that way. I know she's gonna do that <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna be and I'm gonna do what I usually do when I see her just say things like go away and go and ignore it yeah Exactly. Just totally ignore it. Blow right. He blows right past your boundaries all the time. But I do. <laughs> I do. I do need to be. I'm, I'm getting much better about no, it. No, you really are. I we, used to be real bad. <laughs> we are both growing and yes. learning together. And it's I wonderful. used to be like, I don't care about Blue's boundaries. Because Blue's boundaries is like. I ain't seeing nobody. 200 no feet. Way, nowhere. No Whereas how. like, you know, you're going to have to get at least, let me get 10 feet. Yeah. How are you going to be like, your, her boundaries is way over there. Yeah. But, you know, it's 
I'm getting better. We're I give a work her, in progress. I give her 50 feet now. Yeah. Yeah. We're a work in progress. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Yes. I really hope we helped with something or at least brought up maybe some ideas or some questions or... So if people have questions... Yes. Um, and if people want to uh, connect with us, um, I know that they can always go to Kansas Podcast, to the Kansas Podcast or Kansas Pod on Twitter. Uh, that is the Kansas City Alternative Podcast Collective. Yes. Um, Shout out to KCPAC. KCAPC. KCAPC. Thank you. Kansas City um, Alternative Podcast Collection. They're hosting us uh, for our podcast, and I'm so thankful and grateful. Yes, I'm thankful and grateful for them too because it's me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, but if like, is there a social media account? There is. So okay, guys, you be gentle with me and be kind, because um, I'm not a millennial, and I'm from that generation just right before then. And you were Gen X girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, technology and I can be frenemies. We can be in the same room and it's cool, but once we start interacting, it can go south real quick. So I do have an Instagram page. Okay. What's it called? It is called The Self Campaign Pod. And there is a picture of a sunflower that I took at the sunflower field last year when Blue took me for my birthday. Aww. Um, just literally made it. The bio, I can't even remember what it says. That's going to change. Um, I'm hoping to put some stuff up there. So yeah, if you have any questions or maybe an idea, something you want us to talk about, uh, please use the Instagram page. Um, I also have an email. If you're like me and you're like, I really have a question, but I don't want anybody else to see it. Um, I did set up an email and hold, please. I have to... Do, 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 I didn't do, write it down. Do, 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 I meant to write it down do, do, do. and I totally forgot to write it down. <laughs> Ooh, you get to see me use my technology. How fun is this? <laughs> okay, so that is going to be the self campaign pod at gmail.com. Nice. Okay, so you can send questions there. Um, I. If you don't want me to mention your name, please just mention that. Um, I'll probably just mention first names if you want me to. Um, but Or I can just not mention names at all. And then if you want me to mention your name. I've got a Rolodex of fake names, so we got this. Yeah, yeah. You so, know. you know, please feel free to reach out with questions. Like I said, neither one of us are therapists, but we're happy to help you maybe look at something a little differently. Maybe try a couple different things to figure it out. We'd be happy to help. So, And I'm going to, I mean, I'm here for the jokes. Yeah. Um, and also here to help. Yeah. But I'm going to He's cast, comic relief. I'm going to yeah. tell some jokes too. Yes. Yeah. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, for me, uh, you can always reach me uh, if you would like to on my Twitter, uh, which is uh, can, uh, LittleStar8481. Mm-hmm. Um, that is my personal Twitter. Um, that is also the Twitter that I'm using for my gaming stuff um, and all of that. Uh, if you want to connect with the uh, any of our shows on the network, uh, we have Twitters for all of them, except for the self-campaign. It's um, Instagram. We make it into a Twitter. I'll let you know. I'm a little... So, Listen, baby steps. Baby okay, steps, baby, steps. baby steps. <laughs> but no, so there is Casey Caffeine. You should check that out. Um, Sex, Sex and Shade is amazing. And I'm going to have... Her on hopefully I still need to ask her but hopefully she'll come on to talk to us about some things too um, and then what is your streaming one uh, Casey Caffeine Gaming is my streaming okay, perfect. Uh, profile I stream almost every night talk and have a good time uh, so I'm telling you if you are bored or if you really enjoy games he is hilarious just for the comic relief factor alone Check it out. He's so and funny. Actually, for those who... T- tonight, we are doing a special event. Oh. Um, we are going to play Jackbox games. And all of you are invited. Um, that, okay, let me tell you how much I love Jackbox games. If you do not know what this is, go out and get yourself some Jackbox games. You don't even have to get it. All you got to do is oh. go to, go to twitch.tv slash Gaming. And uh, I will walk you through the rest of the process and you can play with us. 
Oh my gosh, it's so, so fun. So that's going to be It's so fun. So I love much the fun. Jackbox games. Every time we get together and do Jackbox, it's hilarious. Uh, that will be at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I know that's a little late for some people, but... It's 9 p.m. here, so... And 7 p.m. in California. Yeah. Um, sorry, sorry, East Coast. I know that's where I'm from. I know. You know, and it gives us time to, you know, get ourselves together. You know, get things, get things crack-a-lacking, so to speak. Um, but it's going to be a, a great time. Yeah. Uh, and if you are hearing this on the podcast, we had a great time. Because <laughs> it was... <laughs> but we'll be doing more soon. We'll be doing more of those, uh, I think, as time goes on. And, uh, but... On behalf of me, uh, Jason, a.k.a. JB. And on behalf of me, Sarah Lynn. We are signing off. Thank yes. you for listening to the self-campaign. And thanks for coming. Thanks for staying open. And, you know, come back and join us again. We'd love to have you. Insert ending tagline here. <laughs> good night, guys. Or good day, guys. Whatever.